I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. I need five minutes to calm down. Don't talk to me. Oh, no. Yeah. Hey, Brendan. Hey, Daniel, what is up? Um, We almost missed out on the fact that this month, April of 2021, is our five-year Come Through Queen anniversary. Jesus Christ. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I mean, we have covered, like, the entirety of some franchises. We have Mm -hmm. been around for a good chunk of the rest. It's wild. I know. Remember those old and actually don't go back and listen to the first first bunch of episodes. Like maybe go back two or three years, but not further than that. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go back, please do. It always makes our heart warm. But just know that those first that first year or so we were reporting live from a fishbowl from a fishbowl like we were searching for Nemo. Uh, Exactly. Um, Though I will say some people put out podcasts and I'm like, (laughs) wow. Wow, Bethany. Wow. Um, So I guess that's also a good time to mention if you haven't for some reason left us a review now is a great time to celebrate our five-year anniversary go do that that's a good idea and i guess it's also worth mentioning because we haven't been promoting it as much is that we do have a private facebook group where the news is always breaking we're always chit-chatting it's one of our more Mm -hmm. active corners of the web despite the fact that i am not a big facebook user it's really at this point the only reason I use Facebook, sure. to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, go join that. It's also like it's not a nightmare like a lot of other Facebook groups can be, if you know what I mean. I feel like a lot of podcast adjacent Facebook groups are there's some like nightmarish type people. Sure. And we think thankfully haven't run into those issues. Yeah. So yeah, happy five year anniversary to CTQ. 
Um, but we do have some news to get into. And I think the biggest news of this past week is the Housewives All-Stars. Yes. So it was rumored and they Bravo finally made it official. Yeah. Mostly in part, I think, due to the fact that the women who have gone on the trip to Turks and Caicos were proudly posting things that made it obvious that they were together. Yeah, they- so you would go... You would go to like Luann's uh, Instagram and she would have a very similar picture on her story to something that you would see over at Melissa Gorga's Instagram. Yeah. So they went rogue and then I guess uh, NBC Universal essentially just had to confirm it. So this is from mm-hmm. eOnline.com, which is part of NBC Universal. And they say, a rep from Peacock confirmed to E! News the new reality TV series is underway. Now, first of all, <laughs> it's like, you're all part of the same family. <laughs> what is like a rep from Peacock confirmed to E! Online? <laughs> well, I mean, like these companies are structured in a way where like it's probably a nightmare of different kinds of people yeah. all having to like get approval and shit like that. Yeah. Anyway, this uh, series will feature many fan favorites from the Bravo franchise. Those signed on to the project, Cynthia Bailey, Luanne De Lesseps, Melissa Gorga, Teresa Giudice, Kenya Moore, Kyle Richards, and Ramona Singer. The spinoff series will stream on Peacock. However, a premiere date has not been set. From the looks of the cast's recent Instagram posts, it appears they're already together and enjoying a fun getaway in Turks and Caicos. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel like we might have slightly different takes on like your our feelings on this what's your yeah you go first because like you you teased yours but you didn't want to like post it online because you were saving it for the show sure okay i feel like there's just like so many slight missteps when it comes to casting for this Mm -hmm. now first of all like the combination of um Cynthia Bailey, mm-hmm. Zia Meles, mm-hmm. and Luann are, they're all kind of people who like sit back a little bit. That makes sense. Yes. So, like, that's a lot of people sitting back for this special. And I'm not even including Kyle Richards because that's a different problem in and of itself. I will say on the Zia Meles front, though, Sitting back is she's not always like that. No, as we saw in this week's episode of Real Housewives of New Jersey, yeah, she's definitely woken up a little bit. Um, I get what you mean, and I wonder if the strategy was to bring together women who make sense together in a in a universe who like have real friendships yeah. between cities. Like we know that Luann's really close with Cynthia. Yep. We know that Ramona is really close with ZMLS and like kind of Kyle because they've got the like the OG thing going on. Yeah. So that's why it makes sense to me. But I just I need like a like a fire starter. I need like a bone collector. Yeah. So I guess like it's like we're relying on really Ramona and Kenya to get into it. Which reportedly they already have. Sure. But it's like, but then in that regard, like, that's not exciting because, like, that's what we expect and it's what's happening, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I would love something, like, unexpected to transpire. Yeah, I mean, they're there for a week, so I hope that these women have it in their minds. We have a week to make, like, 
a magical three or four episodes that fans will love yeah. so that maybe we can continue to do stuff like this with like when other other shows are on their off season, we can send others out, yeah. you know? But like, but then I don't think it would be them. I think if they do more of this, it would be like mixing and matching new people. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, hopefully in their minds are like, we want to make this a thing for all of us, like um, our franchises. So we're doing this for the greater good. I, I don't think they have that mentality in terms of for like, sh- for sure. <laughs> okay. So then like, it comes down to Kyle Richards where it's like, what, could we not cut one more check to bring her a friend from Beverly Hills? Yeah. Rumors have it that Lisa Rinna was supposed to go okay. apparently. Okay. Um, and it, it just didn't work out. There's also this big rumor that I haven't seen any, any evidence of it coming to fruition that there's going to be an eighth woman joining yeah. in the middle of the week. Well, we're past the middle of the week at this point okay. and we haven't seen anything it was rumored to be Jill though. That was just like her. I think Jill just puts things out into the world and like little hints just to keep people buzzing around her. And then the other rumor, which I would have loved to see was that it was going to be Tamra, but Tamra also hinted at it on her Instagram, but then later said it's definitely not her. Yeah. So I mean, Dorit would have been like the logical answer. And like, if we were Mm -hmm. sending someone solo, like it should have been Dorit. Yeah, because fish out of water vibes would be so fun. But also, but like, she's just a more compelling person to me. Like, okay, well, yeah. there's just so many like different like. It should have been in my mind. It should have been Dolores instead of Zia. As much as I love Zia, and we're going to be getting to our Ronge ranking uh, coming up next month. But I agree with you, and it, like especially the fact that there's been some clips about Dolores hating Ramona going around mm-hmm. the internet recently. They always like resurface every like six months or so. Mm-hmm. And, like, as we saw on this week's Ronge again, like, Dolores, like, when Dolores is Dolores, yeah. like, it, it is magical to watch. Yeah. Um, I also think it would have been more fun to have Sonia than Luann. I agree. Like, I don't need Luann, like, saying her catchphrases. I agree, but I'm thinking from, like, the casting people, and they still are holding on to, like, the fourth wall in a lot of ways. So Luann is an integral part to connect New York to Atlanta. Yes, 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 yes. And then like, okay, then like the combo of Cynthia and Kenya is like, first of all, Cynthia, what is she going to do here? Like give us a look. Like I don't need a look, you know? Well, we need looks, but we also need other stuff. Um, And then Kenya is like very hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Like we could get bad Kenya or we could get good Kenya. And like, I, if you're relying on her to be like the focal point, I wouldn't roll mm-hmm. the dice on that. Yeah. I mean, in general, I will say I am very excited by this. I will watch. Oh yeah. A housewives crossover regardless of content. It's I've been checking all of their Instagram stories multiple times a day. So I'm not going to be a hater because I hate when people are haters. Yeah. I'm not People a- are trying to hate on the new season of New York while seeing like two clips, and oh, yeah. I already hate them. Oh yeah, that. yeah, yeah. But anything else you have to say about Housewives All Stars? I wonder what they'll call it. Um, what will they call it? Probably like Real Housewives Vacation or something. Or yeah, Alex said they should be like holding coconuts. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, I wonder will they, will they hold a thing? 
I doubt they will hold. Okay. And then, like, th- then it goes into the politics of, like, the positioning. Right. I, who knows? Like, because there are seven people, someone would be in the middle, and that person would have a very big head. And Luann famously has a big head, according <laughs> to... Remember when Carol used to call her pumpkin head? Yes. yes. <laughs> well, I mean, like, for Luann to get both the Roni and the All-Stars <laughs> Center in the same year, wow. I know. Kyle not getting center. Like, Kyle's probably having a conniption. Being alone in that, like, being alone as the only Beverly Hills woman, not having, like, the most outgoing personality in general. Yeah. And, like, if she's not in the center, if they do a lineup like that, yeah. Kyle might die. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Kath should have gone with her. They really should have sent Kath. Yeah. No, they should have sent Sutton. Mm, yeah. Could you imagine? That would have been fun. That would have been fun. Okay, but speaking of people being possibly negative about All-Stars, some Vanderbilt Rules teaser clips came out after the announcement that filming is beginning. Yeah, and did they just pick two... Did they pick two clips from the first day of filming? Okay, before we get to the clips, let me just, like, announce what Bravo has announced, okay? Okay. You're about to get served. Vanderpump Rules will return for an upcoming season nine, and the series will resume production next month with a comprehensive health and safety plan. The plan was developed in accordance with CDC guidance, all state and local orders, as well as NBC Universal's own safety guidelines. The health and safety of the cast and crew is a priority for all its shows. Lisa Vanderpump, Tom Schwartz, Tom Sandoval, Katie Maloney Schwartz, Ariana Maddox, Sheena Shea, Lala Kent, James Kennedy, and Raquel Levesque are all returning. The news was first reported by Variety on Tuesday. Dana Caffin confirmed that she will not be returning to the show in a statement to E! News after joining the cast in season eight. Side note, not mentioned in this, I think it's been confirmed that Charlie is returning as well. Oh, good. Love Charlie. Yeah. So what, before we get to those clips, what's your take on the cast? Um, I think it's, it's like the people who stayed are the people for the most part are the people who I genuinely like in a way that's like, oh, I feel like I could get along with them. Like in a summer housey way. Yeah. It's like, I like Katie Maloney. I know that's an unpopular opinion, Mm -hmm. but I like, sometimes I listen to her podcast depending on guests. Um, I like Ariana and Tom Sandoval. Yeah. I met them at BravoCon. They were delightful. Yeah. Um, Tom Schwartz literally asked me to officiate my friend's wedding before Cameo was a thing. Well, I mean, it was just a private message. As requested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, um, I, I feel like, to me, Lala is the big misstep. Yeah. I don't... Lala content isn't for me I just, these days. I just don't see the point. Because, like... This cast that we have could be a Tom Tom centric. Oh yeah, story. You know. Yeah, and that makes perfect sense. Like even with James and Raquel, like James is DJing, Raquel's hanging out, uh-huh. Sheena's bopping in and out. But like Sheena can come. They're gonna make Sheena put on a waitress <laughs> outfit again, aren't they? She's the like, one still holding the baby. Um, <laughs> but like to me, Lala is really the outsider in this group. Yeah. And like with Lala comes Randall and it's like, I don't need 
all of that. Well, it's just so funny how like Randall was like a big papa for so long. And now like chippy as can be in front of the camera. I know. So I know. So the, there's some rumors going around. Like this is all alleged. I don't know how true this is. It could be a fan fiction. People are saying these clips were Randall like getting cameras up to like have something in case like the sh- the whole show was canceled and like get something going like no way that people are saying that people are saying like this is like Randall was behind these clips cuz like it's not adding up in terms of like how did we get clips if it said productions beginning next month in like the bravo tv.com article right exactly I wonder. I want to do some investigating. I want to ask around. Yeah. But, but like, didn't it look shot? Like, it looked like it was shot differently. It was a little more, like, I guess, like, cinematic, I would say. And Randall is a producer of movies? Bad movies. But, yeah, I get what you mean. Um, Wow. Let's get to the bottom of this. That's so interesting. Um, I am interested to see where they go with this. Uh, Lisa, I think, like, needs this after uh, <laughs> the flop. Overserved. <laughs> <laughs> Though I will say, some of the episodes of, of Overserved were good. And by some, I mean the one I watched that was Trixie Mattel and, um, sure. Who's the flop? Um, Iggy Azalea. Yeah. Who's the flop? <laughs> yeah. But okay. So the two clips, um, are kind of a departure from like the Potomac clip, which were like thrown mm-hmm. in the heat of a battle or mm-hmm. the winter house clip where like, it's just meant to show us that we're going to see our friends again. Yeah. The winter house clip was like fun antics. Yeah. So was the Potomac clip kind of, yeah. I mean like yeah. they were having like a little bit of a battle, but it was like a fun one. Yeah. And like um, this, like it's like, we're like looking outside, like talking about the weather. Waking up in the morning, <laughs> thinking about so many things. But like, what are those things that they're thinking about? I have no idea. It's like, oh, Sheena, like, you gained weight because you're pregnant. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's what happens. Yeah, and then, like, the the Maloney Schwartzes and the Kents, like, talking about, oh, like, are you going to have a baby too? <laughs> I know. And specifically, like, I think that'll be a big storyline because Katie has specifically said she hates hearing that question. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like multiple, multiple times. I don't know. We'll see. I'll, we'll of course be watching and reporting. Yeah, but like I do, so I think a lot of people are down about Vanderpump Rules and like conversely to All-Stars, like I'm curious to see like how this mishmash of people interact with each other without Mm -hmm. like, Jax, Brittany, Stassi, Kristen, like like all these people, you know? The interesting, interesting part will be to see offline how things happen. Because, like, these these people are a tight group of friends. You're taking half of them out of the picture half the time to go film a TV show they all used to be on. So, regardless, there's going to be drama that happens. Because you know that, like... Kristen will feel some sort of way. So we'll try to like get closer to Stassi yeah. and like push Katie out. It's just going to happen, but we're not going to see it on our screen. I mean, that's, that's what was interesting, I guess, over the course of the pandemic was that like, okay, everyone was fired. And then it was like, okay, what are we going to do? And it felt like for a minute, everyone was just going to wait and see like how it all played out. 
But then eventually they were like, fuck it. Like, let's just all hang out. Like, who cares? Mm -hmm. But now, like, where do we go from here? I know. And I would love to see information about these people's income streams Mm -hmm. over the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And, like, how were they surviving? Okay. Each and every one of them. Because I I, not everyone had a podcast to go back to. (laughs) Sure. You know? Sure, sure, sure. Wow. Okay. Before we get into the Bravo shows, we wanted to dip quickly into the Drag Race finale. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Thoughts? Um, congratulations to Simone. Congratulations to Simone. I mean, makes sense. A talent, a winner. We saw it coming, like, week one, essentially. Yeah. I really thought that... Um, Got Mick might squeak it out, given that, like, Got Mick going into the finale had, like, the momentum, you know? Sure. I will say, I think we are, we should be done with the lip sync for the crown Mm. because Mm. I think what happened was no one expected what Sasha Velour did the very Mm. first year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, perfected the lip sync to the crown in a way that nobody has been able to do since yeah really yeah yeah. nobody has been able to do what she did as far as like revealing something in an interesting way now we get literally like people standing on the stage at the beginning looking like a baked potato we know like (laughs) that seven reveals are coming from these queens and so like maybe we either move on from it or we reimagine it yeah and like lower the stakes, like make them all dress the same, like something that like where we're getting something new. Because mm. I can't deal with these reveals. Yeah, like it should be like four leotards. Yeah, and I I will say I think that's what um Bob and Monet said on sibling rivalry. Okay. Like they should literally all have to wear the same leotard and wig and like see who who performs the best. Would love that. Yeah, yeah. Although, like you know, what's funny is. You know, I think for a long time, we were like, oh, the winner might not be a good lip syncer. Like in earlier seasons where the winner mm-hmm. may never had lip synced. Yeah. But now it's kind of like, oh, like that should be allowed too. Right. You know? Yeah, because the only qualifications are charisma, uniqueness, and urban talent. Yeah, there's, no, there's no L in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that being said... Loved seeing Candy in the final two. I loved how mad people were. Oh, people were so mad. Yeah. I just think she is such a star. Oh, for sure. Such a star. Um, And like this, I mean, this top four, even Rosé, who like we don't love, but like she's not like a, a bad human. Like, <laughs> like uh, Rosé definitely grew on me from like, I didn't really, she didn't really register in the early episodes to me. Cause yeah. you know, there's so many yeah, and yeah. you pick your favorites, but she definitely grew on me. She definitely has talent. Yeah. I mean, this was my favorite top four since the Sasha Valor season. Oh yeah. Season nine. Agreed. Yeah. So, I mean like great ending and I thought it was like better than usual in terms of like the finale episode. Yeah. I mean, Seasons 10 and 11, it's just like, I barely even remember them. Yeah. Well, um, well, it was only an hour and a half, and I feel like they had been doing a full two hours for the finale. 
Yeah, let's keep it short and sweet. I liked the staged like drive in with uh, Jada Essence mm-hmm. Hall um, and those signs that the production crew made yeah. for people to hold. <laughs> um, wow. I yeah, I, I enjoyed the season overall. I mean, we were comparing it a lot to Drag Race UK, which had a stellar season, mm. one of the best of Drag Race ever. Yeah, yeah. First season two of Drag Race UK. Yeah. Um, but I think next week, uh, Drag Race Down Under starts. So. Uh, yeah, but like, feels like lower stakes. Like we get a little bit of a break until All Stars. Oh, I'll be watching. I know I'll be watching, but it's not like I have to be there at eight p.m. on a Friday night. You know, you have to be there midday on a Thursday for whenever. No, I think it's like it, it goes. Like, I think it goes up on like Saturday. Actually, our time. Oh, weird. Yeah, oh. yeah. Wow. Okay, let's kick it over to Atlanta. We have okay. part one of the reunion wrapping up. A not great season, but like the thing with Atlanta is, you know, the reunion is going to be good unless Nini's in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. And for sure, and that's what we had. Yeah, it was pretty good. I I was wondering what hotel they were staying at because like Andy walked over and like went into their hotel rooms mm-hmm. to do their little thing or whatever the hotel they staged these glam rooms in because sure. they weren't on they weren't on campus at Thirty Rock where they've been filming these reunions. Oh, okay, okay. So that's always interesting for me to think about. Sure. Um, I, like we're starting in the beginning with like some COVID talk. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously talking about women's bodies and weight. <laughs> always a great way always. to like, you know, stretch our arms and like get comfortable. That's like Andy's favorite subject. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know what's interesting? And Candy talked about this on Speak On It, which like I don't really tune into, but mm-hmm. the link was passed around a lot um, in terms of talking about why, partic- particularly the first half of the season was like just so weird, mm-hmm. was that like they weren't all filming together until uh, the Bolo trip. Yeah. And it was a lot of like stop and go, who could not show mm-hmm. up. She said there was even, like, incidents of, okay, we have to film the scene pretending like stuff has not happened. Like, we haven't seen each other, like, and filmed another scene. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So there was a lot of that. Um, I just feel bad because, like, strangely enough, like, Dallas, I think, has eked out a more interesting season from start to finish than, like, Atlanta has. Like, Atlanta had high highs and low lows. Mm-hmm. But then I think, like, Dallas, like, has had a lot going on. And, like, of the three reunions of, like, Dallas, Atlanta, and New Jersey, I feel like I'm more interested on in, like, what we're going to be talking about in the Dallas reunion. Which is a weird thing to say, but I get what you mean. Because everyone's, like, Dallas is everyone's least favorite. Yeah. But I get what you mean. And we're going to have our first uh, robot Housewives participants. Yes, yes, yes. Um, which is so interesting. D. Simmons, 3,000 walked so Carrie and Brandy could run. Wow, another one of my tweets that you decided to steal for this podcast today. Interesting. Wow, I thought we were like um, a collaborative <laughs> effort here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so Atlanta. Okay, so besides that, then we're like talking about the activism, mm-hmm. which... This was the part where, like, Kenya probably faltered the most. Mm-hmm. 
in in her like fight with Portia and like but at the same time like Portia like I do see like Kenya's point in being in like you didn't invite me to part like to be part of the PSA like so obviously I'm not going to be like rah rah Portia but then at the same right. time like Portia doesn't want to invite her because like they're not friends right and we're also talking kind of around some of the stuff that we learned in that vulture piece mm. um last week about like when Candy wrote the letter to mm-hmm. Bravo producers, like Portia was unhappy. Portia and I think Tanya were like unhappy with her. Yeah. Um, Tanya really said, "You'll never see me again." I know. Are, are like, <laughs> will Tanya? I think Tanya's name came up like once this episode, maybe. Maybe. I think once we get all the women together mm-hmm. and really go into Bolo, um, yeah. Bolo, it'll be a big part of that. Sure. But it's just so, it's so funny, especially it's. The come through queen curse, like we've said in the past. Yeah. Don't don't stand too hard. Um, going back to like the activism stuff and like that kind of stuff, we got a refresher of like the confessionals with the black background, and between mm. that and the stuff that they did during the Bolo episode uh, with the basic instinct references, yeah. I really liked the way that they like played around with like different motifs mm. and like kept it fresh in a way. Um, that maybe we can see more going forward, you know? Dallas has done that a little bit too this year, and, like, New Jersey has not. Well, because what nothing's broken in New Jersey. New Jersey, we're just, like, firing all, on all cylinders. Yeah. It's it's traditional, baby. Yeah. Okay. Um, I gotta say, Kenya navigated the, na- the Native American headdress better than I expected her to. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, she talks, she name-checks the organization that she worked with in order to like push out her, um, her apology and her conversations with them afterwards. Uh, there's been this conversation online about how the white housewives never have Mm. to do this kind of apology tour when it comes to, um, offensive things that they do and say on the show, which is exactly right. in an interesting conversation. I definitely believe that Kenya, should have apologized sure. and she did but like it's never white housewives are never forced to do this amount of work when they fuck up like think about luann yeah that's what i exactly think she what actually about yeah i think she actually missed the reunion where that's up for that season did no, she she never missed a reunion yeah she did Oh yeah, she did. Cause she like went into treatment or something. That was like when her kids were suing her. Yeah, I believe so. But like, think about Luann, like the only consequences that happened to Luann was Megan Kelly getting fired. Yeah. 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 Because Megan Kelly defended her. That clip like came up on YouTube or something the other day. It's so bad. Yeah. Luann never truly answered for it. Yeah. So just, like comparing the two, it's like Luann should have to do the amount of work that Kenya did. For sure. For sure. It's like even amazing. Like, I mean, we, we bring it up all the time, but it's like amazing that she got through that. Yeah. Like that she's Agreed. still standing. Agreed. Yeah. Um, although then like Kenya even still like then goes like she's, a, she should have just like, ended it and then not brought Portia's sister and drew into it. Well, I know why she did it. Yeah. 
because Portia was like said the thing about like you expect people yeah. to um what did she say like give you grace give you grace in a way that you don't allow others to yeah. so yeah. i think that's like why kenya yeah. went down that road yeah. with Portia. Yeah. yeah i mean like i think kenya is keeping this reunion interesting mm-hmm. and i'm enjoying her more in the reunion than i did during the season yeah, and Andy said what I thought when he walked into her hotel room, like, best, her best look mm, ever. Yeah, yeah. Of those pictures when they were released, I was like, that is... Sure. Incredible. Yeah, I think it translates better on film than it did in the pictures, like, in, in the group of everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, Ralph and Drew. I gotta say, like, Ralph came across better than I thought he would. Yeah, I guess. But the Tampa of it all is like... Yeah. But, like, Drew doesn't care. So, like, it's kind of like the Dolores situation. Like, why should we care if Drew doesn't care? I know, I know. Um, And I guess Tampa's the, like, capital of the U.S. for strip clubs? Yeah, as per Andrew Cohen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't that movie that's coming out based on that Twitter thread based in Tampa? Oh, the... Um, Zola? Yeah, or being like shot Not in Tampa Zola. or something. Zola's like the wedding website. Or maybe it is the same name. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I but I think like when we were talking about like the Josiah stuff, he came across really well. Mm-hmm. And Candy talking about like Riley and Block in relation to mm-hmm. that. Um, there was a really funny moment when Andy read a question from a viewer that was like really shady and Andy was like, and that's the question from Kenya. We just oh, changed the name or something. Yeah, like that. that was actually really funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I just, I just thought, but it was, it felt so strange, like just bringing out Ralph, and in the first part. I know, so weird. I, th- I think like at, while this was airing, it was unclear to me whether it would be two or three parts, and I was like, oh, yeah. if it's going to be two parts, this makes sense. But it's, this is a three-part reunion. Okay. Is Mike Hill going to be brought I'm out? I'm guessing at all? He, this is probably the only man. If I were Cynthia, I'd be like, "I my wedding was my big storyline this season." Yeah. Like, and you're not bringing out my husband, but you're bringing out this like guy who disappeared on his wife for two days. I gotta say, the preview like of Cynthia like gonna get gr- getting grilled on the wedding. I'm like, this is my moment. I've been waiting for. Oh my it. god, this is your moment. Um, I love the idea of Ralph pulling out all of his receipts from all his meals in Tampa. Oh his Fitbit. His Apple data, Watch going for his a Apple run. Watch. <laughs> that was another, like, that was another funny moment that Andy had when he was like, why did you run to the strip club instead of take an Uber? <laughs> that, that was really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And then pre-Latoya coming out where it's like, Someone on Drew's team like ran to her room with vitamin C or what was it vitamin oh my C God. or something? I don't even know. <laughs> like, and then she's like, and filmed it. And I was like, I don't really understand like what particularly you're angry about. I know, and like the person I guess was um Ralph's barber. Yeah, yeah. Um Andy calling her Latoya forever, like mm. A couple times. Loved it. Was really fun too. But I gotta say, like, love LaToya coming in hot. Yeah, calling calling uh Drew SpongeBob. Oh my god. 
What is that? What does that mean? I think like she looks boxy. Uh, yeah. But like Drew, uh, no Latoya being like, oh, like you look so good today. Like today you look great. <laughs> like oh my god. It was I don't know. Like uh, Drew is a necessary part of this recipe right now. Yeah. To, to a, a greater degree than Cynthia and Candy are in my brain. Yeah, agreed. But like, there's something about Drew that like, I really liked her at parts of the season, but then near the end, like yeah. I said, she's lost me in a lot of ways. But I think that's like the, the quality of a good housewife. Yeah, that's true. You know? That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I could keep Candy, but like Cynthia, like, was she even in this part of the reunion? I mean, maybe it's time for Cynthia to be friend of. I would like her still in the like in the mix. Okay, you know, sure. I know. Cynthia- I don't like. I don't like our Atlanta women to really ever leave us unless they're like Kim, yeah, and Phaedra. Okay, why don't we get on over to Dallas? Okay. And, like, this was... A fun episode. A riveting episode. And now I do feel like, given the, like, um, and and where are they now marks, like, we can finally mm-hmm. discuss, like, Brandy, you've been pregnant all this time. <laughs> this episode was particularly, agree- like, particularly, like, scary, because, first of all, she... In the murder mystery party, she fell down a whole ass staircase. And it wasn't just like, it wasn't just like a couple steps. It was like a full length staircase with two parts. Yes, yes. And like, we've had visibly pregnant confessionals for like weeks and weeks now. Yeah. It was like season three of Roni when all of a sudden Bethany was pregnant, you know? Yeah, So it's like, like, are we going to address this like in the season itself? I bet it'll be addressed during the reunion. Well, no, well, during the end. Well, yeah, I'm sure during the reunion, but like during the end, like where are they now? Like, yeah, filming wrapped. She goes to the doctor and finds out for the first time she's 16 weeks pregnant. Wow, that's four months. <laughs> I know. And do you think that they worded it 16 weeks, hoping people wouldn't count? No, because like I think like you know like when it comes to. Babies, babies and like pregnancy like there's a lot of like weak terminology and then when the baby's mm-hmm. born it's like oh the baby's like 17 months <laughs> like instead yeah of, instead of saying like a year and a half or something you know it's like when you first like date somebody when you're young mm. it's all about the months yeah and then like it's like it's our two-month anniversary yeah 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 but but then once you get to years it doesn't matter yeah exactly Kind of like the the five year anniversary of Come Through. <laughs> oh my god! I'm glad you caught us at the end I of know. this month. What with one day to spare? <laughs> oh my god! Okay, um, but yeah, uh, tr- like it's just like been distracting for me as a person who like cares about like production and like when is stuff being filmed. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't get like the timeline here. So like I'm right. Like the, the answer is like this was a surprise, and she apparently like has been off her period for a long time. Yeah. I mean like she, this was filmed mid September. She had the baby early February. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. 
Okay, so um, it was. I thought we were gonna get more of the '80s party, like besides like mm-hmm. the murder and then like Carrie being crazy as usual and pushing uh, Deandra into the pool. It kind of like wrapped mm-hmm. in an instant. Can I just give a shout out to Deandra? Okay. Once it was unveiled that she was the murderer in the murder mystery party, yeah. the acting in the lengths oh, that she went to on the floor <laughs> to take out so many of those people. <laughs> really, really. I mean, I Deandra for me this season yeah. is doing some of the, I mean, like obviously Tiffany is like the MVP this season, yeah. but Deandra, the amount of work she's doing to keep this show interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Is really, really doing it for me. The heavy lifting. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, she really is. Um, And much like Tanya Sam, you'll never see Jen Davis again. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Where did she go? Where was she even sleeping? Was she sleeping or did she just come for the 80s party? Well, that's, I think that answers our question from last week was like, all right, everyone was like seeing like, I'm going to sleep here. I'm going to sleep here. And like, Where's Jen Davis's, Jen Davis's bed? Lo and behold, like, she's not there in the morning. So, yeah, it must have been a thing she could only come for, like, one night yeah. of this trip. Not even stay the night. But I, I wonder at this point, like, the decision must have been made that you are a friend. I guess. It's like, how are, you, how are you not going to do, like, the toast at the end, you know? Exactly, yeah. Um, okay, so Brandy and Carrie... 1 30 a.m. Can I give some advice to these two women? <laughs> Do your antics when the cameras are actually up. Because we're this is the second time and I granted Carrie wasn't like a part of the initial plan the last time we got the producer cam yeah. up in the middle of the night. Yeah. But like Brandy, honey, do your antics while the production crew's still there, well, baby. Someone's here. The pro- is it's a producer? Is that what it is? They, I don't know. It's probably Jen Davis. No, Jen, we'll never see her again, Brendan. <laughs> that thought did cross my mind. Like, is Jen actually holding this camera <laughs> while they're doing their antics? I mean, like Brandy slipping through the sliding door outside to get in. And then I'm slipping through, pregnant. Oh my <laughs> Gary, God. Gary can't get through. And then Gary going on the rocking horse. And ripping the wall. <laughs> I will say, the preview from last week made it seem like Carrie ripped that wall down in rage. <laughs> kind of? Like, but like the rage of Eduardo? <laughs> I guess. But she was just trying to get over to sleep in JR's bed with Brandy. <laughs> yeah. My God. Okay, so then we wake up the next morning thinking about so many things. <laughs> and what's interesting is they like a real, like, oh, well, first of all, the clip of Brandy like in the kitchen and then like looking up and seeing the security cameras. I know. was a good moment. <laughs> I know. Caught. But um, like the clips of them waking up uh, Tiffany and and Stephanie in the middle of the night and Stephanie mm-hmm. being like, you need to like take care of this. And then they call the woman. And at first the woman's like, what? but then all of a sudden they're like, there's nothing you can do to this house that we cannot repair. It's like, all right, like 
there's something they, they could, could actually do. like burn it down yeah, which like <laughs> is maybe a the next step yeah yeah but i thought it was interesting um, that they really lay into carrie but like brandy is as much at fault here well, because Deandra had her little meetings in her bedroom mm, before all of this, yeah. and she really wants to take Carrie down. Yeah. So she talked to uh, Cam, and then she talked to Stephanie about yeah. holding Carrie accountable. And the funny thing was, is like, it can't just be me speaking out. But the thing is, the moment somebody said something to Carrie, Deandra jumped in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like goes after her. Well, she like went for like the finisher. Yeah. Yeah. But like Mortal Kombat out. In theaters today, exactly. <laughs> but like, but Brandy's just kind of like sitting there, like, yeah, like, like yeah, Carrie, like, enough is enough. <laughs> and we get that text message from Eduardo being like, oh, <laughs> "I'm sick." And at first, I know. At first, I was confused. I thought Carrie was telling him that she was sick, but then, like, I, I figured it out. Hmm. And I mean, like, from the previews of the reunion, they're potentially not together anymore. Yeah, it sounds like they're getting a divorce. Um. And then, like, we're supposed to have to do jazzercise, but that's cut from the episode, mm-hmm. which fine. Like, I don't need antics. And then we're getting ready for the Dallas themed dinner. These women love a wig. I I actually I had fun with this in terms of the looks. Mm-hmm. What I did not have fun with is the Dallas husbands need to like watch a few episodes of Jersey. Like, yeah, you need to have like pep in your step. There's like no light behind any of their eyes when they're at this Mm -hmm. event. And I'm speaking specifically about Travis and Brian. Yeah. They don't want to be there. And like, and like they're friends. Like if anything, like the two of them should be like, be like fricking frack. They really, I think that's really good advice. Dan. they really do need to watch uh, Jersey and like, please like, the golf scene in this week's jersey was so fun. And like Court is our is our best hope because like he is there. He's like the Joey Gorga of Dallas, I would say. Yeah. And like I was skeptical about him at first, but it really seems like he does love and appreciate Cam. Yeah. Um, like those confessionals we got last week yeah. where he was like talking about her, those were lovely to see. Yeah, I mean, I don't love all the, the logistics of, like, their relationship, but, like, mm-hmm. it seems to be okay. And, like, Jeremy can be fun, but I don't know, like, in a group setting, he's not really bringing it. Like, I would actually say Jeremy is more the Joe Gorga, because he's so H-O-R-N-Y. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, like, the, so, like, he's H-O-R-N-Y, <laughs> but, like, Court's the one who, like, wants to be holding an animated star. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then like, okay, so we got Tiffany's husband, like Daniel moon. Let's like haze him, have fun. Like no one's even like mm-hmm. talking to him. It's so awkward. The only conversation was like Travis randomly asking him how old he is. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then that scene between like Brandy pulling Stephanie aside to like propose to her. Like <laughs> it was the strangest thing. I because I think I thought this was gonna be the part where it was like, oh, I just found out I'm pregnant or something, or like something like <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think in Brandy's minds, the only thing that like fans ever really liked about her was their her friendship yeah, with Stephanie, yeah, yeah, yeah. like their closeness. So she's gotta keep that fire a burning. 
Yeah. Uh, I forgot. I had forgotten that there was a period of time where they didn't, weren't speaking. Yeah. Yeah. But this year was harder. And it reminded me that, uh, Leanne Locken once wore a hot dog costume in a confessional. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but like we, we have like some speeches, like we have the, I mean, we have the party, but like no one's having fun. Like we're, we're having fun in Jersey mm-hmm. in a group setting. Of course not. Of course not. Um, but we have speeches like everyone loves their husband, blah, blah, blah. The, the freeze to black and white with Brandy and Brian kissing. I almost <laughs> fell on the floor. floor. I know. The the editors there, wow. That's why I feel like we have so much to talk about. And I'm like so annoyed that Carrie fucking got COVID. Like, could you imagine mm-hmm. if this was an in-person reunion? This would have been like Dallas. Explosive. Dallas famously has the worst fucking reunions. And we have the two people whose lives are blowing up right now in hotel rooms, in a scrunchie. I know. Apparently, Carrie was at like a maskless concert like two days before they left for... New York. I know it makes you want to cry. I'm going to cry. <laughs> hey, I, f- I felt like you were about to be in tears. No, in no, a second. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Let's get over to Jersey. What a fucking joy. This was a great, like great episode after great episode. We're picking up at the mama daughter, uh, tea party, which like, see these women, and their husbands and their mothers. Yeah. This is family, baby. It's like Olive Garden. It's a family affair. Yeah. Um, you know, we're recovering from Teresa leaving, which was sad. And like I spoke on last week. Um, but we pick up. And then I love how like it all keeps, keeps kind of going back to Jennifer's mom. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of attention on her. They're all kind of, like everyone's mom essentially like lives alone at this point or like Zia's mom is just a widow. So like she doesn't have that mm-hmm. option. Um, and they're just kind of like, fuck it. Like just be happy. <laughs> they should all move in together. Like in a dorm. Yeah. And we could get a show about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's fun hanging out with them. And then we we hang out with the husbands. Like, let's see the Dallas boys go to golf together. Like, could they come up with the antics that we have here? Right. Can I say, and I, I think a lot of the conversation around Evan Goldschneider has been overblown about, like, his hotness. Mm. But can I say, yeah. in that golf, out, in that golf yeah. outfit, yeah. probably the best he's looked ever. I mean, the tucked in polo, which is a tough look to pull off. Mm-hmm. He was pulling off, I would say, magnificently. The like slick hat. He was giving us PGA where mm. the other guys were giving us mini golf, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mini golf like down the shore. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's just like fun hanging out with the guys. Joe reveals to all the men that Teresa is in love. Joey Gorga, yeah. what are we going to do with you? I mean, like the the hungriest for a tomato that has ever lived i know um do you have a relationship to the game golf the like the sport yeah i went to golf camp for one <gasps> week in high school with like three of my three of my best friends 
my brother and like one of my brother's best friend. Ah. But I only did it because like, so like my, like two of my best friends were really into golf. So like this was their Mm -hmm. thing. And I was like, okay, like I'll just do it too. Like I hated it. Okay. So I went to golf camp in middle school. My dad was, my dad was like a VP at Top Flight, which is the golf, like the big golf company yeah. owned by Spalding. Yeah. So my entire life growing up, my entire childhood was about golf. Oh, wow. wow, wow. Um, he lived on a golf course. I would have to like play golf. I have crashed like two golf carts in my life. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, that being said, I have no relation to it. No relationship to it currently. Yeah. I'm always invited out when my uncles and my cousins go to like, they do this golf tournament every sure. year. I always go out for it, but I stay at home with the girls and we like go have margaritas. Yeah. I feel like you should like explore it again one day. Oh, fuck no, no. Oh, wow, wow. I've explored it plenty. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked seeing Zia and Joe out to lunch with Joe Benigno and Marge. I know because it's like kind of unexpected, you know? Yeah, it's not like a combo we see too often. Yeah, and I was like, Joe, when Marge walked up, said that, like, he said she looked beautiful. I thought that was nice. Love to see some humanity from that little meatball. Um, We're kind of resolving the Dolores storyline in terms of, like, the breast cancer scare. Mm -hmm. Which is good that that all worked out. Fun to see that she's gotten into roller skating. I, uh, Alex was like, oh, should this be something I do? I was like, I don't know. Like, I one of the three times I broke my arm was roller skating. So, like, I'm not jonesing to get back into that. And, like, honestly, to be roller skating on the streets of Brooklyn, New York. Mm, like, Yeah, yeah. Not the safest. What are you going to do? I almost got hit by a car just walking. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> you were reading my texts. <laughs> I was reading your texts about how you heard the song the leaked Gaga and Cher duet play <laughs> in P-Town in the fall of 2013. No, summer of 2013. Summer of 2013, and you teared up. Yeah. Was- and that was literally the last text I was reading as a car was pummeling towards me. Would- I had the right of way, by the way. That would have been a good, like, last last thought. <laughs> <laughs> so sick. Okay. Um so Tree and Realtor Michelle going to that home together. I got to say, like, Realtor Michelle is ready. Yeah, and even at her little party, she was, like, right in there with the girls. So, I mean, while we're at the house, like, we're, we're giving uh, Gia the tour. We're, like, talking about our lives, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like the party was, like, production's way of being, like, the time has come mm-hmm. for you to lip sync for your life. And like she did, like she went all out on that party in terms of like the decoration and like, mm-hmm. just like the whole like glitz and the glam of it all. Here's the thing in Jersey. I feel like we are only friends of have always been like, kind of like crazy characters from Danielle Staub to Kim D to Kim G. And it might be nice to have a friend of, like Miss Michelle, who's kind of like more normal, or you're saying you want her with the tomato. I mean, like, I love a seven member cast. Yeah, and her husband's seems fine. He seems like he 
could be ready. He seems really normal compared to the rest of the husbands. He almost seemed like he didn't seem like at this party, he was doing more Jersey drag than he was at the pool party. Yeah. I think he, I think she was like, you you need to step it up. buddy. (laughs) You need to like grease that hair back or something. Mm -hmm. Um, tree runs out for a booty call. Yeah. Which is funny because, like, it's like not many members of this cast would run out in the middle of filming. Tree is uniquely placed, I think, among all housewives. Yeah. Where the show will not go on without her. I don't think. Yeah. Like, when she went to prison, the show did not go on. They stopped the show. I could see a world where it eventually happens, but we're not there yet. Like we don't have the foundation for that to happen. Exactly. It could happen if we like add a realtor, Michelle and like this and that. I'm going to say outside of Atlanta, getting rid of OGs has been a mistake. A mistake. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, like, Dolores' star-making moment tonight. I mean, always been a star, but, like, this was a, a big always moment Always been for a star. Her. So, like, Dolores doesn't get to this level a lot. Usually only but Danielle. When she does, <laughs> I know, usually only Danielle, but when she does, it is so much fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, when it, she, I like it even more directed towards Joe's misogyny than Danielle. Oh, same, because it's, like... Like all the other women, like also were standing up for her, which was amazing. When she comes back in to like after they're talking about her after she leaves, she comes back in like because she can still hear them. Yeah. God, and all you can see is just like her fucking head of hair. <laughs> I love it. It was big, like uh, Ashley Darby coming back after she was kicked out of Candace Dillard's home energy. Yeah, yeah. And I will say, I'll give credit to Michelle. Michelle, even though she was a part of like the shit talking that Dolores was attacking, yeah. she still went to the door and waved them out yeah. and said, thank you for coming or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That was a, the, I, Michelle might be ready. I think she's ready. I don't th- like, I, I think she was not ready at Jackie's at Evan's birthday party, mm-hmm. but I think she's ready now. Okay. Would, would have loved to like have her pop in for like a moment at the reunion, but she's not even like a guest. She hasn't had enough moments on the show, really, to warrant that, you know? I mean, we didn't get Elise slain last year. Sure, sure, yeah. (laughs) Who had confessionals, true. Okay, wow. Okay, why don't we take a quick break, and we'll be back with the first part of our first ever on-set Summer House reunion. Yes, the first official Not Watch What Happens Live Summer House reunion. Wow, summer should be fun. And we are back with part one of the Summer House reunion. To see our friends on an actual reunion set, I said, that's my baby and I'm proud. That is my baby and I'm proud. Wow. I mean, seemingly some of them doing their own glam. <laughs> that's what I like. I like the them all coming in um, and like, 
the different intros were getting ketchup and mustard and yeah. Carl's the hot dog. Okay, so Danielle and um, Lindsay got glam at home, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I love, like, that it, we're getting a different recipe here. Because they've never done this before. Yeah. They yeah. don't know the rules. We're charting new ground here. The closest they've come was going to Watch Rappens Live, which is an entirely different setup. Like, there's people on campus who help you with your glam there. So they had to, like, figure it out with Summer Sanders. I mean, that was only half the cast as well back in the Watch Rappens Live studio reunion. Oh, true. That was that was when Steven was still on and talking about yeah. uh, Carl's dick. Yeah. Um, okay. We mentioned this last time, the seating. That's the one thing, like, at this point... We should have just been on couches, right? They're all basically like cheek to cheek. So like, yeah. but I, I, I actually think like Bravo might prefer this little setup okay. where they're like a little bit apart. They it get didn't, shots. Yeah. It didn't really bug me. Okay. Okay. Um, whereas like housewives, like Atlanta next week is going to be crazy because there's going to be so sure. many of them. Sure, sure. So we truly are going to be like circle in the square. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, I feel like for the first half of this reunion, Batula was like a little shy. Like she didn't say a peep. Yeah. And then she was like, I'm coming out. Yeah. And then by contrast, I was surprised by how much Sierra we got because she didn't have too much of a plot outside of being like scandalously coming in as mm-hmm. Luke's flame. I think what happened with Sierra is she like. L- kind of learns uh, that she needs to like step out a little bit more um, from watching herself. And she wasn't as featured as much on the actual season. Yeah. And she was like, I need to like make a name for myself. Well, I, I don't think that's like her decision. Cause like Andy was directing a lot of the attention to her more. Sure. So I think it was them prepping us for her involvement in winter house. In winter house. Can I just say Andy Cohen was having the time of his life with these people on the show he like only started recently watching. Okay. You I, thought opposite? No, I I think once we got into it he was having the time of his life, but when he when he was doing like the one-on-one like hey da 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 like all the little like one-liners felt very like he does not know what he is referencing. Right, but like once we were like getting into it, I felt like he was like oh, yeah. very happy to be there. Yes, yes, yes. Once we were like having conversations, he was engaged. And yeah. in, in a way, more engaged than he normally is in terms of like kind of insinuating his opinion on the matter. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Which I actually like I like to see because we we watch his social and we talk about like how he feels about certain shows. And this year he's been making an effort to like try to get eyeballs onto summer house in a way that he doesn't really do for every single show, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's definitely, I would say been trying more for summer house than he has for Dallas. Right. Though this season he's trying a little bit for Dallas. More than usual. Yeah. Which is funny because he is an executive producer of Dallas, and I'm not sure he's one of Summerhouse. Oh, because he's not an executive producer for every single show on Bravo. Correct. I need to check on that, but yeah, I mean, I'm assuming he is for Vanderpump Rules. We need to check on yeah, all of this. Yeah, we got to check on that. True, true. Okay. Um, 
were oh okay i mean like hannah's like the center of it from start to finish essentially Mm -hmm. and it seems like every conversation we're having is like we're we have to navigate it through like what her version of the events are which doesn't seem to line up with reality (laughs) i know we really need a re-release of the season that's summer house hannah's version version. like like we're getting taylor's version of every album exactly because she seems to remember things differently even and then like i always wonder what clips are they showing them like while filming and what are they not showing them because like Mm -hmm. we're looking at a clip and then like she's like oh but like this is what happened yeah i don't get it i mean like Hannah, this entire episode to me was like, I think she made some points. And I think that like, I think some of the ways, like, for example, Kyle came at her were inappropriate for sure. Yeah. But in general, she's dealing with some sort of different reality than the rest of us. And the big thing I think, and this was covered heavily at the end of the episode, it's like, all of the stuff she's said on like podcast mm. and like every place she puts herself out there and yeah. voice that she does. It's like, she doesn't like edit or think about what she's saying in the moment yeah. in a way that I think is like so wild because we do this podcast every week. And like, I go after we record, I'm always like going through my minds. Like, did I say something shitty or like something like that? And yeah. like, let's, let's, look through it she doesn't have those thoughts she doesn't have those self-critical thoughts i don't think yeah but also like she is breaking the fourth wall too much and maybe that's like Mm -hmm. a result of chat room like you can't talk about like the nuts and bolts and being like i'm friend i'm only friends with him because i'm being paid to be friends with him like right because you're like you're gonna get cut from winter house yeah and like I'm beginning to think we may never see Hannah Burner again. What's the what's the what's the Lisa Rinna quote about Denise I, Richards that well, uh, Katya and Trixie always talk about? Well, like uh, Trixie. So I think uh, people have been saying how it's like Mandela effect in terms of like what Trixie says is not actually what either like right. Rena or Kyle ever said, but it's something like I wouldn't be surprised if we never saw Denise Richards again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's the funniest. I don't know why it's funny, and it's obviously funny. I don't know. It's so funny to me all the time. But I mean, it's, it's especially funny because like that's not what was that's not what either of them said. It's close, <laughs> but it's not what they said. At, while we know we're not going to see Hannah on Winter House, I do got to say, like Alex said this while we were watching, kind of like quoting. Um, I think it was ZMLS talking to um, Tree about Danielle. She said something like, this girl's got you running in circles. Like, Hannah's mm. got this reunion running in circles. Like, there would not I be know. a reunion if not for Hannah. That That is very true. Points were made, but it's like, the cast is almost like, echoing the audience's frustration with Hannah this season, yeah, you know? Yeah. But I think, but, I it's, but it's making for a good episode of television. I know. And I'm so interested to see uh, us go more next week into how Paige manages. 
Because the preview for part two seemed page heavy. Oh, it's very page heavy. It's all about page. Everything's everything's coming up page. Yeah. Um, I loved Lindsay's participation in this episode as the matriarch. <laughs> what? You don't agree? No, no, no. I love I love Lindsay's participation always, but like some some parts of it, it's like Lindsay. I don't know. Uh, and then also, I think, like I said last week, Danielle benefited from being seated next to Kai, uh, Carl and mm-hmm. then, like, Lindsay being next to Luke. Like, that was such a great production choice. For sure. Yeah. And we didn't get a lot of Carl this week, and I'm hoping we get a little more next week. And I yeah. think we are, especially, like... Oh, my God. They're going to be talking about, like, him like maybe relapsing and then like Kyle coming over or whatever, which yeah. Love that friendship. Love their friendship. Regardless of like, they're imperfect humans. Obviously we, we never stand too far. I know, but but we, but we like the summer house people. Yes. We like them. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We like spending time with them. Okay. Sure. Wow. Why don't we wrap this up with the freak of the week and the one true queen? Let's do it. Brennan, who is our freak of the week? Okay, unfortunately, and I feel like she's been getting it a lot from us. Mm. Um, one, Bethany Frankel. Wow. So, Big Shot with Bethany premieres, actually the first episode, I think, is out today. Or maybe even a few episodes. I'm not sure like how the rollout's going. I know it's not the full season, no, but it's yeah. like definitely some content from Bethany is out today. Yeah. Um, she did a big New York Times article that was like titled like Bethany knows what you want to watch mm. or like something like that, which like no, sh- she actually doesn't Oh, because like Bethany, the talk show was a flop, obviously. Oh. And like, whatever. She was on Skating with the Stars, which nobody watched. But there is a Q&A at the bottom of that article mm. that caught my eye. Sure. And made me realize that Bethany is <laughs> toxic boss vibes yeah so here's the question and i'll read the answer too the question was is a reality show the best way to find a person i think a person to hire is what they mean um and bethany answers i've never looked at a resume ever (laughs) headhunters give you people that are like quote next tuesday i have a doctor's appointment in two (laughs) years from july i need to take a three-week trip and what time is my lunch break unquote I didn't come up that way. We just worked. It's hard to find people like that. That's who I go for. I don't care if you know anything. You're loyal and you're smart and you work hard. That is all you need. Wow. Honest, like, honestly, if a boss is complaining about you, one, going to the doctor, <laughs> two, taking vacation. Yeah. And what was the third one? Three, a lunch break. Yeah. Please, I'm begging you to find a new job. Wow. Um, yeah, we have not tuned in to Bethany Big Shot yet, but I'm sure by next week we, we will have laid eyes on it. Yeah, I'm going to watch whatever's online. I think instead of Drag Race on Friday, Be- oh. Big Shot with Bethany will be my viewing. Wow, love it. Um, and I think we'll talk about it main show, not pre-show. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Because I mean, yeah. the masses need to know. Yeah. The masses really need to know. Yeah, but there's there's a lot going on on the pre-show uh, if you are a true come-through queen stan. 
Sure. So Dan, who is our who is our one true queen? Okay. So you may have noticed we did not talk about her much in our Summer House recap. Our one true queen is one Danielle. We've been seeing her praises like in the latter half of the season, I would say, in terms of like growing into her role on the show mm-hmm. and like finding her voice. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, like, besides Hannah, she kind of was the like the most dipping in and out of every conversation. Yeah, I I, I think she showed up to do her job and she did her job well. Yeah. I I cannot believe how much my opinion on this woman has changed from past seasons. Like she is here on a reunion and giving her input on other people's conflicts and storylines, which is what we need during a reunion. And like not everyone on the cat on the couches was up to that task. What do you think the chances are that her man comes out at the end of the reunion? A la, uh, uh, Vanderpump rules when they bring out shots. What what if her man comes out and brings out like a platter of like tacos or like something from his? Oh restaurant? my god, <laughs> like a Peter Madrigal situation. Yep, I would love that. I mean, he he's clearly not coming out like to chat because we've already covered the Stravi thing, and if any, if like Stravi should have been out there for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like love Danielle, and she's on Winter House or is she not on Winter House. I don't think she's on Winterhouse. Sad, sad. Yeah, she's probably had to work. She's working. I'm working. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, can't wait to tune back in next week. The reunion continues at like 10.30. Why are they putting it at 10.15? Well, well, they're doing that and they're doing the Dallas reunion at like 10.30 as well. Are they trying to kill us? What is airing before that that okay. they have to move it for? So for, for Dallas, the... The New York premiere is happening at nine. Then okay, I think they're doing sense. a Watch Robins live with the New York with, I think even the New York, the whole New York cast. Yes, yes, yes. Like they did for SLC. Yeah, and then doing the Dallas reunion, and then for Summer House they're doing a supersized uh, million dollar Top Chef. No million dollar listing um, New York. Yeah. Wow. Wow! 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 But we will be back as usual next week. Going on five years plus. Um, I, That's really sick that we've been five years. Well, you can always go to comethroughqueen.com for all the links to everything Come Through Queen. Follow us on Instagram, our Twitter accounts as well. Join the Patreon. Facebook group. Facebook group. Hello. Our Patreon. We have our weekly pre-shows. Um, we have some fun things planned for May for bonus episodes. So you'll want to make sure to subscribe for that. We've been doing a big ranking, um, going through the cities and ranking, yeah. and uh, we found out this week that Dan has oh. done a little bit of fraud well, we'll addre- um, we'll in ad- the ranking. We'll, we'll address it. We'll address that in our next ranking episode, uh, so stay tuned <laughs> for that. And like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.